Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I'm the editor-in-chief for drbycuspid.com as well as the co-founder of Ignite DA. Thank you so much for joining us. Looking forward to today's conversation. I think it's a very timely one. I, I hope it's going to be one that also carries a lot of impact for, for all of you listening out there. And I want to bring on uh, somebody who I've just gotten to know in the last few weeks, uh, fellow Coloradan, uh, Jay Middleton. Jay, how are you, man? I'm doing well, sir. I um, uh, like you live in the Colorado dream and, and wishing that maybe the temperature would drop just a little bit because uh, even though I grew up in South Georgia, I'm not a fan of, of 95 degree weather. You know, for, as an Oklahoma guy, I'm just thankful we don't have the humidity here that, uh, you know, we did in the South. I tell you what. So. Right. They love saying it's a dry heat around here. So, <laughs> you know, my comeback is always solar ovens, you know, but hey, it's yeah. all good. <laughs> Uh, well, Jerry, hey, I wanted to have you on because I saw you uh, do an interview with the local Denver television station. That's the first time I knew anything about you, but your story really latched on with me. Uh, and today we're going to tackle a, a tough subject. I'm going to be honest, and that's HPV. And so Jay, would you mind just kind of introducing yourself to our audience? And then I want to dive into our, our question and answer session. Yeah. So just a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Jay. Um, I am 51 years old. I um, am an, an avid uh, outdoors person with a, with a huge emphasis in my life on cycling. I would say that's sort of my happy place where I go, um, whether I'm having a good day or a bad day, it's, it's always a good day when I'm on the bicycle. Um, I've spent the last 21 years working in the outdoor recreation field, mainly in, in the retail side. And, um, you know, at this point in my life, I am just super happy that I'm I am here um, doing this interview and having a chance to talk about something that in the last couple of months has become front and center in my life. Well, and you know, and, and it's a tough question for me to ask, but obviously I, I want to know about the diagnosis in that moment that you heard that you were going to be battling cancer and HPV. Yeah, so I guess I, you know, having been very fortunate all my life and, and being a pretty healthy individual, um, besides all my bike injuries, I never I always thought that cancer was thing something that unhealthy people got. You know, I exercised regularly, I watched what I ate, I, um, uh, you know, did all the things that you're supposed to do to to, to stay healthy and. It's interesting when I actually got the final diagnosis, there was a part of me that already knew that what the doctor was going to tell me, um, you know, after you're on your, you know, second or third round of biopsies and a, and a, and a PET scan, you just kind of start knowing. So I, I don't think it was, um, it was definitely shocking, but it did not like floor me. I actually went on with the rest of my day and, um, uh, really the hardest part came when I had to go home and tell my wife that evening. Yeah, I, I, I cannot imagine. And, and it was something that you kind of discovered because you found the lump on your neck. Isn't that correct? Yeah. So the lump actually go, went all the way back to late 2018. It showed up or the first time I noticed it was, um, when I was having a really bad sinus infection and I, I, I told my doctor about it, went and saw my doctor and, and he seemed to think that it was probably tied to the sinus infection. I, I did a round of antibiotics, um, knocked out the sinus infection, the the lump. Uh, you know, at this point, I don't even remember. I'm pretty sure that it either just went away or it got so small that it just kind of um, 
it wasn't in my thoughts anymore. And, and my doctor did say, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on this. If it comes back um, or doesn't go away completely, then we'll, we'll need to take another look. And about a year later, I got another just wicked sinus infection and the lump uh, came back full on. I mean, it's so big that you could I could actually see it without having to feel up around my neck for, for this lump. And uh, it again coincided. I had a, a doctor's appointment for a, re- a regular physical. I went in the doctor, you know, said, let's let's do a little bit more um, digging, so to speak, um, sent me to get an MRI, which led to a needle biopsy, which led to a ultrasound biopsy. And that was, excuse me, the, the final diagnosis came from that, um, that, uh, ultrasound biopsy. And, um, it's, yeah, it was, I, um, you know, my doctor, my regular practitioner have been seeing for five, six years, ever since I've lived in, in Colorado, I can't, um, you know, there's not enough gratitude in the world for, for, for knowing that he had the foresight to just say, Hey, let's just follow up on this. It wasn't any like sort of big panic. Um, but I mean, I, I was probably had been living with that, that some sort of cancer in my neck for at least a good year or so before that, but it wasn't until this large lump showed up that it really became a concern. You know, and, and I've got to ask, because I know a lot of our dental, dental audience is listening right now and wondering, was it something that, did you go to the dentist during that time? Did you have any kind of a oral cancer or any kind of scan, cancer screening if you did go to the dentist during that time? Yeah, so I, I do go to the dentist on, on a regular basis, um, two cleanings a, a year. Um, and I've been seeing the same dentist as long as I've been in Colorado. So again, about five or six years. Mm-hmm. And uh, they always do a um, screening on the inside of my mouth, uh, just uh, you know, looking for sores, asking about general health. Am I having any bleeding? Have I had any past sores that um, I've concerns about? Um, my wife, who goes to the same dentist, was just there uh, for her regular checkup about a month ago. And our dentist uh, told her, he said, because of Jay's diagnosis, um, we are now paying more attention and asking more questions, examining the outside of the neck as well, because I never had any type of indications on the inside of my mouth, even though I did have to have a partial tonsillectomy. There was cancer back there, but I never had um, anything on the inside of my mouth that would have led um, my dentist or anyone else to believe that I might have cancer. So um, it's just kind of cool to hear that um, this diagnosis for myself is, is having some some little positive impacts all over the place, and including at my local dentist. Well, and I, and I think that's really an important message that I, that I want to make sure our readers heard is that, you know, this is obviously something that I know it's an uncomfortable subject. I know that there are times that patients kind of look at you why, but... But Jay, I mean that's a, that's a shining example of why it's not only the uh, you know the the interior exams that should be done, but also the feeling around the neck and the things like that also too. Yeah, absolutely. And and I have a feeling, like I said, there was times where that lump, for whatever reasons, when I was having sinus infections, I guess because it was in there, um, yeah. and my lymph nodes. Um, that's when when the lump would really show up. But I have a feeling um, that if you know someone had you know pressed and probed a little bit more into my neck, they might have discovered that lump a little bit sooner than I ha- I have. Um, and it's interesting because the lump itself never, ever caused me any type of pain or discomfort, even when it was large. I mean, it would be, I'd be hard pressed to say that it was even tender then. It was just a, a, a big lump. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I've got to ask, because again, I know HPV can be an uncomfortable conversation. Is that one that you ever heard at your doctor, at your dentist, anywhere like that? You know, I, I knew about HPV just because I'd seen articles about, um, I, I guess, you know, several years ago when they had released a, a vaccine. And at the time, I thought that HPV and the vaccine was really just for young girls to keep them from from getting cervical cancer. And in the last couple of months, I don't think I'm an expert yet on HPV, but I probably know more than the it's average. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I know I know a lot more than the average person. And what's so interesting is that the average person, so 80 to 90 percent of, of the American population at some point actually has the HPV uh, or the, the human papillomavirus in their body. It's one of the most uh, commonly uh, sexually transmitted diseases. That's that's the main way that it's passed from person to person. Um, there's about 100 different uh, strains of the HPV. And most of us, our bodies just deal with it. And, you know, we might have some minor or mild uh, medical side effects, but it's um, in, in some cases, like for me, example, it does something to our cells that, that causes the cancer to start and grow. And um, obviously I don't have a cervix or uh, not female, but I, um, uh, it, for whatever reason, it caused the, the oral um, and, and, and neck cancer in me. And there's about 50 to 60,000 cases of oral neck cancer every year. And a lot of those are contributed to HPV. You know, and, and one thing that I've learned about you, and you mentioned the vaccine is that you become very adamant that, that that vaccine is something that should be taken into strong consideration by people. Absolutely. I've, I've been um, on this, this journey over these last couple of months trying to figure out how I can have an impact, what I can do to, um, or what kind of message can I help, help deliver. And, you know, I, I think I first started with the whole cancer awareness type thing, but I don't think I think we've done a pretty good job as a society um, making everybody aware that there's cancer out there. Um, and so I've, I've lately have been trying to um, recraft that message around uh, vaccinations, um, uh, HPV vaccination. So um, if if we are diligent as, as a society, we can pretty much eliminate cancer caused by HPV just through this vaccination. And that's, that's male and female. It, um, it is not just um, HPV is not just something uh, for cervical cancer. Um, and it is uh, a vaccine that's, that's best given uh, to children in between, I think there's ages of like nine to 12. Um, and it can be administered on up into young adulthood, so early 20s. Uh, the younger that the, the vaccine is given, the better and the more effective it is. Um, so that's what I'm, I'm sort of trying to, to do is, is move my messaging around the importance of, of people getting this vaccine. You know, and I know your messaging also includes a great charity that's been kicked off. And if people could see us right now on, on camera, they'd see your Bikes Kill Cancer hat. Yeah. You know, Tell, tell us about Bikes Kill Cancer and, and what, what you're hoping to do with that. Yeah, so we, we're, we're not a nonprofit in, uh, yet in terms of, you know, that 501 status. Um, but really, it started, Bikes Kill Cancer just started as a, um, I guess, fun way or, or, or lighthearted way for me to keep friends and family abreast of what was going on in my life during my treatment. So I started an Instagram account and, and a blog to go with that. And a good friend of mine uh, brought this hat over one day with the Bikes Kill Cancer 
logo on it. She's a, she does, she's a local artist. She does these hand painted hats. She brought it over when I was recovering from, from my um, neck surgery from my, it was sort of the first round of my treatments for my cancer. And uh, from that, we, I asked, I said, Hey, could you turn this into a sticker? And I was like, I'm just going to sell some stickers to friends and family and we'll give the, the proceeds to the Sarah Cannon Institute. I had my um, treatment done at Swedish medical, which is affiliated with Sarah Cannon. I was thinking like, hey, it'd be cool, like $25, $50, you know, the, I put the post up and in the first 20 minutes, I was ordering another 100 stickers. Um, <laughs> I went to bed. The next morning, I had to wake up and order another 200 stickers and uh, ended up giving a total of about $400 to Sarah Cannon just from, from selling stickers. And so I thought like, wow, this is just kind of cool. <laughs> and so I've been rolling with this. I signed up to do a, a ride called the Obliteride, which normally takes place in Seattle, Washington to raise money for the, the Fred Hutch Cancer Center out there. And they didn't really have anything to do with my treatment, but a good friend of mine out there reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to do this ride? So I was like, yeah, we'll get, um, you know, Bikes Kill Cancer team together. So I have um, myself and my good friend Andy here in Colorado. We are Bikes Kill Cancer uh, in terms of this ride, but we've already raised over $3,000 just for this for this one ride. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And and I know you mentioned the Instagram account and then that's one of the ways that you and I first connected was through Bikes Kill Cancer. What are some other ways that people can learn more about you, follow you? I know you mentioned you have a blog as well. Yeah, so Bikes Kill Cancer is my Instagram handle. Um, currently up in the bio um, on the Instagram account, there's a link for the fundraiser that I'm doing for the Fred Hutch Cancer Center. Um, my blog, I am going to blank on the um, on the uh, the whole um, uh, UL address, but it's uh, basically you just Google Bikes Kill Cancer WordPress and it'll take you right. It's, it's the only Bikes Kill Cancer uh, blog out there. <laughs> Well, and you know, I I think you found a niche. There's no question about that. Hey, la last question before I sure. let you go. And I, I so appreciate you being honest. And I know that this is going to impact a lot of dentists and team members and just human beings out there. What's the one message you really want, not only dentistry to hear you say, but also anybody who's listening? What's the biggest thing? Yeah. So I, I always kind of, I, I get this, I've gotten this question on, on a couple of different interviews and it's kind of funny because I'm not a parent. But um, what I'm doing is I'm trying to speak to a lot of the parents out there um, that uh, talk to your doctor about the HPV vaccination, especially if they haven't brought it up yet. It is um, critical for um, uh, for young young children or children to, to be getting this this vaccine in a, in a timely manner. And if if they do and we continue to move forward um, with vaccinating as many people as possible, this is a type of cancer that we could hopefully um, see disappear in a couple of generations. Well, that'd be a good thing. And, you know, the dentists, dental assistants, dental team members, you have a responsibility as well, obviously. Talking about HPV, even though it may be an uncomfortable conversation, the oral cancer screenings that are done in the practice, so many ways that you can save lives, impact lives, uh, you know, and help uh, Jay with everything that he's doing with Bikes Kill Cancer and getting the word out there. So, Jay, man, uh, hey, I'm going to be following you on Instagram, making sure that uh, that things just keep progressing. And obviously, uh, I know I'm sending you thoughts, prayers, good mojo, everything else I can as well, my friend. Hey, I really, I really appreciate it, Kevin, and I appreciate you uh, providing um, uh, me a platform today to talk a little bit more about this. It's um, 
it's great when people just literally reach out out to you out of the blue like you did and um, are are willing to help uh, get the message out there. So thank you very much. Well, like I told you, I'm just glad you responded back instead of going, who's this creeper? You know, (laughs) (laughs) but but hey, thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the Dental System Nation podcast. Whether you found us through Dr. By Cusford, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever we are, we try to bring relevant information. And I'm so appreciative of people like Jay and so many other guests who come on with us to share their thoughts, their time, and their passion as well. So dental, dental assistants, dental team members, dentists, I think uh, you've got a calling here. I think that you've got an opportunity to to help people to make sure that uh, we eradicate this this sickness, this cancer as quickly as we can. So uh, with that, I'm going to leave you for today, but thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, powered by Ignite DA and hoping that you stay safe, you stay healthy, and you stay educated. Together we rise. <laughs>